The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. My good friend, Rabbi Nisal Wasserman from the Denver Yeshiva, he just told me this story. He told me that in the 1970s, his father, in the 1970s, his father was collecting money for the Yeshiva. And what happened was, somebody told him, listen, Rabbi Wasserman, I like you personally. I want to give you a recurring payment that I know is going to happen regardless. So I have a few oil fields here and wherever it was in mid-America. He says, I'm going to give you 1% of the oil field and whatever generated payments that come out from this oil field, you're going to get. So Rabbi Wasserman told me that from 1970 till now, it's good, well, it's 1970, it's around 41 years, actually 50, 51 years. So he says, uh, many years, they got around like $3,000 annually, or give and take depending on the year, what they did with that. So last January, Rabbi Wasserman gets a phone call from somebody who says, Hi, are you Rabbi Wasserman? Yes. Do you own 1% of this this property? He says, yes, we do. He says, great, because we would like to make a proposition for you. We're buying out the whole land, and uh, we found out that you have 1%. We basically bought out 90-something percent. And there's little slivers here and there. We're trying to basically buy 100% of the property. You have just 1%. We're willing to give you $100,000. Now, Ray Wasserman pauses and tells me, he says, Yeshua, you got to know, this $1,000 was heaven sent because we were really struggling. Because a few, a few weeks ago, I was having a whole debate with my executive team. And they told me that uh, one of the payments that just, it was like, uh, it was like an albatross across our, our neck, was that I, he was saying himself, I, my father, the Rosh Shiva, Rabbi Shomer Kagan, and his son, Rabbi Baruch Kagan, we all, between the four of us, there was $234,000 in outstanding debt that we haven't been paid and back pay. We paid everyone else. But for, it just kept on mounting higher and higher, and we weren't able to pay it. So the secretary told me, just write it off, forget it. You're not getting this money back. You see, it's just getting further and further and further. And he told the secretary, no, I have complete faith in HaKadosh Baruch he's going to give us the money. Okay. So suddenly, $100,000, it's going to cut it significantly. So he called up a friend of his, Brent Morse, and said, Brent, I know you're involved in energy. Will you uh, be able to negotiate on my behalf? He says, sure, Rabbi, no problem. He calls him up, and a few weeks later, he says, Rabbi Wasserman, I got great news for you. He says, just as a rule in negotiations, if someone's willing to offer you $100,000 off the bat, that means they're really desperate. You could easily get two. So immediately I bumped it up and we started haggling. Rabbi, I got the final price to $234,000. He goes, Brent, where did you get that number from? He says, I don't know. That was just an arbitrary number that we were bouncing around. That's the number we agreed upon. Exactly the amount of money that they needed. That was exactly what they needed. This person didn't even realize that the 1% he gave would eventually bail out the person he was trying to help. You don't know what your money will do. You don't know what it will do, how it will affect you. It, 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 could do, it could be everlasting. It's not just for the name. But the idea is, is that this is a very big etzahara. And we have to know, for tzedakah especially, when it comes to nedarim, you have to be so careful about what you say, especially for tzedakah. And if you do make a nedar for tzedakah with your mouth, you immediately fulfill it. Don't wait. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.